Hello and welcome back to Witch Fix. This episode is going to be slightly different because it basically covers the part of something that I have so far played. I'm currently working on a new game which involves magic and witchcraft and I haven't made a huge amount of progress in it yet but I wanted to sort of get down my initial thoughts on playing it because I've experienced some setbacks and some interesting developments. The game I'm talking about is called Dragon's Dogma and this was released by Capcom for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in 2012. In 2013 they put out an enhanced edition which was called Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen and then later this was ported over to Xbox One which was last year and so I have bought the Xbox One version because my Xbox 360 at this point is just a large paperweight with no function whatsoever. Now I was sort of talked into buying this game. Me and my brother both have an Xbox One and he has very different tasting games to me. I don't really like playing first person games and I don't really like playing games where you have to shoot people and that's pretty much all he plays. But I was looking for games about magic and he suggested Dragon's Dogma which he had not played but had heard of. So I did a little bit of research into it, found out that it was a third person game, check, and that I could play as a woman, double check, and so I purchased a copy via eBay. You get to customise your avatar and you can be a man or a woman. You could also choose from different body types, which I found quite interesting, and then fully customise them after that. So with that in mind, I went for a green-haired, kind of swamp witch-looking lady with bright green eyes, and it dropped me straight into the middle of things, and I started out in this little fishing village. And then what happened was a dragon swooped down, and after the game let me make a few token attempts to stab it. It held me down, cut open my chest, ate my heart and then flew away. And then I woke up and I had no heart and I have to go and find the dragon and find out why it would do that to me when we had only just met. One of the aspects of gameplay which I suppose is the original and unique selling point of the game is that you are accompanied everywhere by pawns, which are pawns as in the chess pieces, and they are actually people. Now, it's explained that they are a people from a race called the Myrmidons, which is from Greek mythology. They were sort of the soldiers of Achilles, and I think it means the ants, in that, you know, they're sort of strong, regimented. and So uh, you get to design and customise your main pawn, and they're with you throughout the game, sort of as your noble squire. And then you can pick two more from this rift, which is behind a special magic rift stone. You go in and if you're playing offline, it gives you some random ones that it's made. And if you're online, you can borrow pawns that belong to other players. I'm quite antisocial, so I was playing offline. I designed my pawn to be a large butch lady with a giant Viking helmet. Her name is Gwendamir. She carries all my mouldy carrots for me, so we're getting along great so far. I did a few quests. I quickly realised that magic was not a speciality the game had seemingly planned on me using because it didn't really explain how it worked. If you have a sword, which is what it starts you off as in the little playable kind of cutscene bit at the beginning, where you have to play as a dude and you have to play as a dude with the sword, it explains that you can do light and heavy attacks with X and Y. 
With magic, it's a bit more complicated. You have six spell slots. To cast a spell from one of these, you hold down one of the bumper buttons, depending on which spell section you want to go to. And then you have to hold down X, B or Y to charge up your spell and then release it. And you could also sort of aim it with the right hand thumbstick. And you have to do this for every single spell. And that was not explained to me. I had to kind of fiddle around with it until I worked that out for myself. And I kind of wish there'd been more of a tutorial on magic use. So go into it forewarned that magic is not something the game apparently plans on you doing. And it probably won't waste much time teaching you how it works. Also, the first pawn it gave me when I got into the game, and this is before you design your own pawn, is this random dude. I don't know if it's the same for everyone because I've only played the game once, but he was called Rook and he was also a mage. And I was like, great, now there's two of us who are useless at combat. So until I actually got the chance to design my own pawn, I was just kind of stuck with another mage. At present, I haven't really done a huge amount. I've made it from that small fishing village, done a few quests, and I've gone to the capital city of Grand Sorin. Now, the reason I haven't made a huge amount of process is because the game is unforgivingly hard. And I actually googled, why is Dragon's Dogma so hard? And found a huge number of topics started on discussion boards about this. So clearly I'm not the only one, and that made me feel better. I am playing on like the easiest mode that they had. They don't have like a casual mode, which is usually what I play as on Dragon Age Origins, and I'm not sorry for that. But I figured it would be quite simple so far because I'm still in the early stage of the game, basically the tutorial bit. So I kind of went out and I went through some streets and they asked me to go down a well to find out if there was a monster in there. Boy, was there a monster in there. There were several. They were giant lizards. And then I left there, walked up a hill and was promptly slaughtered by unkillable bandits who then to just try and get away from I had to kind of run around them in a big circle and then sprint back into town. The annoying thing is that unlike in other games where if you kind of run from combat and your followers aren't that fast and they die and they'll just spawn in next to you when you get somewhere safe, that does not happen in Dragon's Dogma. When your pawns go down in battle, they are represented by a little skull on the map and you have to go and aid them, which is basically like lifting them up off the ground and they get half their health back. But if you run away because you can't keep them following you because they're not very fast, then they die and then you're alone and you have to find a rift stone to resummon them to you, which means that if you're a mage, you have to travel across the perilous countryside full of goblins, wolves, unkillable bandits and the occasional chimera just to try and find a place where you can summon up the people who actually know how to fight. At one point, I just got into Grand Sorin. I picked up a quest to go and find a magic book. I was feeling pretty cocky because I just bought a new magic stick. So I ventured off into the woodland and eventually found myself sort of nearing the area where I was meant to ask some bandits about where the magic book was. I was then set upon by a chimera, which is massive. It's the size like dragons are in most games. It has a lion's head and a goat's body and a snake for a tail. It had five health bars and it slaughtered me instantly. I'm going to have flashbacks to that. It was horrifying. And then I had to run away and it took me basically three hours of playing just to get out of that wood uh, and away and then back across the land to the capital city where I could then resummon all my dead pawns. So I wasn't really impressed by that. The game is also kind of lax on where it gives you direction. For a while I was wandering around lost because I didn't really know how to get to the next story mission and progress the game. 
the pawns give you advice on whatever your main quest is so they kept saying if we follow this road north we'll go to grand soren and i was like cool i'll head north but there was an impassable gate so i thought maybe it'll open in daytime because it's night time now and then i got ripped apart by wolves the door was not open in the daytime it was only when i went back to the camp to try and level up that i ended up speaking to a random lady who it turns out was hiding the main plot from me if i sound like i'm frustrated with dragon's dogma it's because i am i'm kind of accepting of games not telling you everything these days because it seems like a lot of modern games feel like if you don't understand something you'll just google it on your phone while you've paused the game which nine times out of ten is what i do but i do wish it had told me things about one how to use magic and two just generally anything about what order i should do things in or giving me a bit more of a signpost that i was wandering into an area where i would be slaughtered having read the articles that came up when i googled why is dragon's dogma so hard the general consensus tends to be one if you're playing as a mage you've royally fucked yourself and should probably just reload and also that you shouldn't even attempt to do any of the side quests until you have like a level that is around 25. I'm generally confused by this because in my opinion if you go to an area which is like the starting area you'll pick up quests there. I tend to do all the quests in one area and then do the story mission that will take me to a new area and that's how like Dragon Age works. It's how the majority of games work. You will just be able to do a quest if you are in a place where you can pick that quest up. And if you're not, then it should give you an indication of what level would be appropriate for that quest, which I have not been able to see anywhere. So that's quite annoying. What I am enjoying is just generally kind of going around the countryside finding things. It's quite nice to be able to combine herbs to make medicines and give them to my little pawn people who are following me around. I'm enjoying being a mage, I have a nice magic stick, I've learnt the ability to levitate which is pretty impressive when I jump off a high rock and just kind of float through the air for a bit and so far I do like some of the mythology that's been brought in, I like the rift stones, they're pretty cool, uh, I've seen some mythological creatures namely a dragon, the chimera that killed me and some trolls and ogres and I think I've also seen a giant snake creature with lots of heads that I'm assuming was a hydra, but that was pretty impressive. So overall, the game looks good. There's a lot of interesting kind of mythology in it that I'm interested in exploring. It just plays like absolute frustration. And something else that's annoying me is that there's a specific man you talk to to kind of spend your points and level up. And he's all the way back at the beginning. And I don't know where the other man is. I assume there's a man in the city I'm in right now, but the game has yet to tell me. Uh, it's also yet to tell me which is the story mission that I should be working on, so that's fun. So far, in terms of plot, all I'm aware of is that the thing that happened with the dragon that cut open my chest and ate my heart, that makes me the Arisen, who is kind of a fabled figure who is now meant to face the dragon and stop the apocalypse, which is coming and that I am being aided by pawns because I have a special connection to them because of being the Arisen and every pawn that I meet is very keen to point this out. They are very chatty bunch, although a very monotone chatty bunch. Having the pawns does make me feel a bit bad because they just kind of serve you and you don't pay them or anything and it just kind of is like being followed around by three slaves who you keep leaving to get eaten by giant lions because 
you're only a level 12 and you're afraid and it's just a little bit weird i think i kind of prefer the the dragon age model where you have people who've joined your cause or have become your friends and they want to fight by your side so i will come back to this game i will play more of it and i will record bits and pieces and sort of add them onto this but i just want to give my first impressions of the game and those first impressions are it looks very pretty and it's sort of interesting but it is very 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 slow going at the moment because I make progress and then I die a bunch and then I realise that all I've done for the past three hours is die in various different locations and I've only got some looted fruit and vegetables to show for it so if you're the sort of person who isn't experienced at playing games who finds them a bit maybe challenging and you like to play them like I do on the casual settings where you're basically just there for the story and a teeny bit of a challenge this one might be a hard miss for you because I'm struggling quite a lot and this isn't by any means like the first game that I've played but it is probably one of the harder ones I think I've played the Witcher 2 Assassin of Kings and that was quite challenging on like normal difficulty but this is a lot harder than that and at one point I did consider just giving it up entirely but then I thought no Sarah do it for the podcast also I spent 11 pounds on this game so I mean I'm not letting go of it that easily I hope you've enjoyed this episode and as usual you can get in touch via twitter which is at witchfix and by email which is witchfixpodcast at gmail.com I also have a patreon if you'd like to check that out that is witchfixpodcast it would be absolutely great if you could donate a couple of dollars just so that I can afford nice things like extra bandwidth so that I can keep all of the episodes that I've already released up online and not have to delete them to put new ones up I'll be back with more thoughts on Dragon's Dogma once I've located the controller that I threw out the window, and I'll see you in the next episode.